as you adjust your posture bring forth the, the reason why you want to meditate know exactly what kind of meditation you're going to do and the ultimate reason why you want to do it and while you're doing that check your posture to make sure it's conducive to meditation so check the legs make sure they are comfortable make sure they are in such a state that they are stable where you won't need to consciously keep them in place and adjust the hands so they can be also comfortable and stable you can have the palms one on top of the other with the thumbs touching you can have the hands on the knees or on the lap whichever is comfortable and has stability for you make sure your elbows are not too far nor too close to your body shoulders are even, relaxed Find a natural straightness for the back. It should be comfortable, stable without your conscious effort to holding it in place. Center your head and neck. resting in their natural places eyes conducive for you they can be opened, closed or half opened choose whichever you find most conducive Then gently bring your awareness to the breath. While you're breathing out, know that you're breathing out. While you're breathing in, know you're breathing in. Don't worry about forcing the mind to focus on the breath. Don't worry about controlling the breath don't even be worried about about whether or not there are distractions don't try to chase them away don't worry about them your only concern is while you're breathing out are you aware and knowing that you're breathing out while you're breathing in are you aware and knowing that you're breathing in Whatever, whatever else may be present don't try to chase it don't try to be aware don't try to discern or analyze it staying aware of the breath in this way have a part of your mind check the posture one last time to make sure that the posture is conducive to meditation you may have to make some adjustments to achieve 
comfort and stability if you have to make adjustments try to stay away try to stay aware of the breath as you do as you make the adjustments and start to exercise your mindfulness let your mindfulness be aware of the sense of ease that is now being experienced in the past in the body itself and let that mindfulness of that sense of ease be for you like your vessel in your determination to achieve the ultimate goal and knowing exactly what meditation you're going to do be like the coloring of this vessel and whatever you're meditating on that's you in the in this vessel traveling going further deeper into more profound states of meditation after you've made the necessary adjustments you feel a sense of confidence that you can remain in this posture for the duration of your meditation bring your awareness back to just observing the breath with the same sense of concern for only knowing that you're breathing out when you're breathing out knowing that you're breathing in when you're breathing in and whatever else may be present in mind you're not concerned with you're not you're not analyzing them you're not trying to chase them away have a acute sense of awareness of the continuity of 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 your awareness going from exhalation observing the exhalation transforming observing the breath transforming into inhalation following the inhalation transforming back to exhalation following the exhalation try to keep this continuity of awareness going from exhalation to exhalation unbroken following 21 cycles of breath
having kept your awareness and the sense of ease, your mindfulness, you come to know now how the sense of ease is deeper than it was when you started. And that's how that sense of ease is reflected in the rhythm of the breath and also reflected in the quality of awareness itself. And you strengthen your determination to continue to experience this ever-deepening sense of ease. bring your attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, about in prostrations or an arm's length distance from you. In that space feel the bright presence of your guide, the embodiment of all that you aspire to achieve, taking a bright form specifically for you, to guide you, to help you achieve your goal. and find within you that measure of conviction that you are indeed in such a presence and hold on to that measure of conviction and entrust yourself taking refuge and holding clearly in your mind the reason why you want to meditate Holding on to that measure of conviction, show your reverence in your mind prostrate. Show your gratitude in your mind, make offerings 
You can offer things that you own. You could offer things that no one owns, like a landscape. You could offer things that exist in your imagination, like a jewel tree or jewel forest. Clear your conscience, admit your faults, admit the actions committed under their influence. Regretting the actions that brought you, the obstacles that you are now fighting against. Turn your mind to the three jewels for protection guidance and strength and according to your capacity make a promise to be strained in the future Think of something to do to make up, make a promise to do it. Again, let your mindfulness inform you of the sense of ease. Is it the same? Is it deeper?
and from within that ever tranquiling state now observe all beings look at their conditions and holding them with compassion and love turn your mind to the teacher feel connected to all the enlightened beings through the teacher and ask all the enlightened beings to please teach beings how to truly put an end to their pain how to find the happiness that they're desperately looking for and to stay with sentient beings for however long it takes for them to be truly free truly happy tranquil state, this ever-deepening tranquil state. Now recall the merit you gain now through these preliminaries and dedicate their power to help you succeed in the meditation that you are about to do. Recalling the teacher before you in that bright form. Recalling that you are in the presence of the embodiment of all that you are aspiring to achieve. And you wish to be closer to the teacher so you can be closer to those goals. You ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head. Now feel that bright presence above your head facing the same direction as you are. Feel your whole being being bathed by the light of this bright form purifying you, filling you with all the qualities that you aspire to achieve. As you strongly 
wish to be free of your obstacles strong you wish to realize the goals you seek As you continue to do this, there's a yearning gaining strength within you, a yearning to embody those qualities now in the present. And this yearning wishes to you become one with the teacher above your head. This yearning becomes stronger and stronger. until through the strength of your aspiration the form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light see and feel this point of light descending through the crown of your head approaching, becoming getting closer to your heart where your mind resides As it approaches your heart, your mind, it's as if those qualities are getting closer and closer to you, closer to your realization. And once it finds your mind at your heart center, they become inseparable. And for some measure, there is an affirmation that you have become inseparable with the teacher that you have become an embodiment of those qualities find that measure of conviction however small it may be and hold on to it for whatever length of time you can
bring your attention back to the breath staying aware of the breath slowly become aware of the body once more meditating on, uh, on developing bodhicitta we're using the the, the combined the, this Gojesongkapa's this method of combining the two uh, famous uh, methods that are found within the Tibetan tradition and we've reached the point of uh, doing Tonglen The other parts, uh, the other steps that follow doing Tonglen, wh- where Jason Kappa combines those two methods, are taking res- personal responsibility and eventually uh, developing the the uh, uh, the aspiration to achieve enlightenment for the sake of all beings. Uh, in, in the in the step of of uh, Tonglen itself. Within that within that uh, practice, once you reach Tonglen, that's it. There's, there aren't any other steps that where you're supposed to be uh, practicing any further. Okay. So the way the way Jason Kappa incorporates the, the practice of Tonglen in this is that through doing Tonglen, eventually uh, the other steps will sort of naturally follow. When you're taking on, uh, vis- uh, when you're doing the practice of Tonglen, taking on the suffering of others, giving others your happiness, there's a uh, within that itself there is the, uh, a sense of taking personal responsibility. That you see suffering and you're doing something, you're doing uh, something, pers- you're doing something yourself to remove the suffering, and that's that's the the practice of doing uh, the taking on their suffering. And when you see others. Uh, uh, not having happiness, not not uh, then in the practice itself, you, you're, the practice itself is you taking personal responsibility of ensuring that others are happy. So eventually, the sense of personal responsibility sort of uh, naturally comes up, burst by doing tonglen, and by deliberately adding to that uh, uh, a sort of a contemplation of taking personal responsibility where you're sort of going through, through the going through the motion in your mind as uh, what can what can be done how can the I can how can these sufferings be removed how can uh, beings uh, finally uh, find true happiness and in 
and and you find your mind sort of looking around to see how can uh, uh, how, what, what's what's the best way to end suffering others the suffering of others what's the best way to bring uh, happiness to others and the the sense of personal responsibility is slowly uh, cultivated slowly nurtured where you, you you're you're not looking you find yourself not no longer looking outside uh for what is it that was going to help uh, uh, sentient beings, or what is it that's going to uh, bring sentient beings to 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 um, enlightenment? And you nurture this this sense of pers- taking personal responsibility. And as you are nurturing this sense of personal responsibility, you you continue to do the, the tonglen. And as you are doing the tonglen, when you are visualizing, uh, when you're doing the visual visualization part, and and it's supposed to uh, cultivate the sense of compassion, the sense of love for all beings. When you actually see yourself taking on suffering, you should you should you should have uh, uh, a sense that you're actually doing something. That you act, that this visualization or this sense of taking the suffering of others is the is, is an actual activity that will actually remove the suffering from others and you, you keep doing this you keep doing this until you get to a to a to a to a, to a, a, a state of, uh, of mind where you sort of feel a bit you feel a sense of frustration you, you feel that in the moment when you're doing the Tonglen there is a sense of conviction that you're actually taking on the suffering of sentient beings, you're freeing them from suffering. And when you're giving away your happiness, you, there's, a sense, there's a, a, a sense of confidence that you're actually giving them happiness. But when you come out of the meditation and you, and you look at the world again, then you see that the uh, sentient beings are still suffering, they're still unhappy, and then this sort of develops uh, a sense of frustration within you. Now, this sense of frustration is, is, is a good sign. Uh, it, it, it's now uh, it's it's building up the the, the it's the foundation that will that will uh, foster within you the sense of now taking personal responsibility. It, it will it will uh, make you uh, get to the point that something has to be done, something concrete has to be done to remove the suffering of, of sentient beings. Something concrete has to be done. To make sure that beings are truly happy, and as you as, as you get into that state of mind where you, you feel the, the sense of frustration, something has to be done. Then you then you start cultivating this, the personal sense of responsibility. Okay, I will do it. I have to do something to make sure that uh, the sentient beings suffering are, are removed. I have to do something to make sure that they they, they find happiness. And in when you when you have when you have this uh, sense of personal responsibility, and you really feel that it's a genuine sense, it's not just something that uh, at you know, uh, at first when you when this sense starts to come up, it will be fiery at some times, and then it will it will fade away, and then you you may have to do certain things to cultivate that sense again, and it will come it will come it will go, and. And there, will, there might even be, be some time after uh, 
um, making this uh, sense of personal responsibility come and go, come and go, come and go, there might be, uh, you might even get to a point where you feel like you're getting to be jaded. Like you, uh, why do you, sun- why do you constantly have to cultivate the sense? Why isn't the sense, you know, sort of like a stable, stay permanent within you? Okay, and that is, the, and that is also showing the genuineness of of, of your aspiration. That it's not just uh, you're not just doing this because you know it's written in the book. You're not doing this because you know it's the tradition that you're supposed to do this. But you, you're feeling that a, a, a something uh, your um, your awareness of the suffering of others is is, is founded on on on, on, uh, on, a, on a true awareness and a true appreciation of what suffering is supposed to be, and and you want to really do something about it. It's not just uh, something just to help you get into a nice meditative state so you can uh, enjoy a, a, a few minutes of, of bliss for a while. But you feel like something has to be done. Okay? And this, this personal sense of responsibility in the beginning will be experienced as a sense of frustration. Okay? And this sense of frustration is, is going to uh, spur you, it's going to push you to get to uh, all those practices that you, you learned all those practices that you that you were uh, that you may have been doing, then you 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 take them seriously. Then you then you go back to okay, what are what are the steps? What are the steps that will get me to that point where I can do some, where I can truly benefit others? Okay, then you you re-examine them. You, exa- you re-examine them in the sense of will that really work? Will that really help me get to a point where I can actually? Uh, help sentient beings in a in a in a in a in a realistic way, and you when you start to once you establish okay this will this may help then you then you re uh, energize your your uh, commitment to do those practices, uh, and and it's the pra- and, it's in the, and the practices fall into those three practice three uh, what precepts no, three trainings of ethics. Uh, um, meditation and uh, and wisdom. So you're re-energized to to make those practices uh, into uh, a means of of achieving something c- concrete, not just some some philosophical, not just some uh, ab- uh, uh, abstract nice idea for you to fall into, so you can feel nice for yourself. Okay. And once you find yourself really, from the almost like from from a gut level, really wanting to do something to benefit others, and you want to, you feel yourself really wanting to uh, take personal responsibility, then you will find yourself naturally uh, when you when you pick up a book again of of that's supposed to, that is supposed to present these instructions of how to do this, then you read them w- with a fresher. Uh, Perspective, and you find yourself really looking for what what is relevant, and you are able to also discern what's there just as a filler, what's there just for as within a, 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 a cultural context, and then you're really able to absorb. Okay, now in this time, in my because of who I am, what is it that's gonna what what is it that I can use from there that can actually make me do really do something so I can really get to to that point. Okay, then. Uh, eventually, this, this this sense of personal responsibility will urge you, will will urge you now to to seek 
uh, that state. And when you're seeking that state, the first thing you start to do, you start to genuinely uh, question, is enlightenment possible? And it's not just uh, uh, this time, you're not doing this just to please a tradition. You're not doing this just to, uh, just to you know, find uh, uh, philosophical arguments that, that are pro or con uh, the state of enlightenment. Now, in the same way that you are appreciating that you see beings are suffering, you experience it within your own self and you see others uh, going through it, and you know of its of its well uh, of its of its uh, reality, and you want to get to a, a, a state of genuine appreciation also of that the state of being free from that is all should be uh, as real as 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 the as the pain. Okay, so you start to look for uh, investigate is enlightenment possible, and and then you. If you were in, a, and, and th- I guess that's the time also uh, from a from an outward perspective, you find yourself going looking beyond your just your uh, just your tradition. Okay, uh, it's not that your your own the tradition that you're in may not have it, but it's just that your mind is completely open because you see that beings are really suffering, and whatever method that, that will help me get to that state. That's the method I want to apply. Whether it exists in my tradition or not, it, it, that's not that's not that's not the issue. That's not the, that's not that's not my goal. Then you want to arrive at a at a uh, at a at a level of conviction where, and I'm going to say it in a very open open-minded way, where you are where you are convinced that either enlightenment is truly possible. Or you're convinced that it is something that is impossible, that it is not something that can ever be made real. I mean, I'm saying this. You you approach the 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 the, the search for enlightenment with that open-mindedness. Okay, if suffering is the nature of, of existence and there's nothing you can do about it, you don't want you don't want you don't want to, to get caught up in a in this fantasy of trying to stay away get away from it. You want to rather get into a state where how to cope with it instead. Okay, so if you, if it's genuinely possible to really free, become truly free from uh, all suffering, all means of uh, causes of suffering, then you want that to be as real as the feeling of, of suffering, as the experience of suffering itself. So, when you become convinced that that state is possible, that conviction itself will be your your, your protector. It will protect you from. From, from doubt, it will protect you from uh, ever falling from the path. That uh, and if whatever weakness you may have within you due to uh, habit or due to due, due to the energy or the force of habit, th- that that conviction will, will will give you the 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 the, the energy to restrain those that that uh, uh, what you might call the the momentum of of those of those habitual tendencies. Okay. And no matter how difficult it is, you will be able to find the strength to restrain. No matter how uh, uh, unclear perhaps the path may be to that goal, but because you have a cl- because you have a conviction that the goal is possible, you are able to f- you find the strength, the energy to forge ahead. Okay. Uh, 
then you can say you are a wise person. You are a person of wisdom. Okay. Um, uh, there's a very nice phrase. Whether uh, uh, whether I'm, I'm, I'm not good at, at direct quote, but I'll, I'm good at for badly par- paraphrasing. <laughs> there's a uh, where, the, where the Buddha is sort of di- uh, giving. Uh, what is it that? What is the criteria that that tells you someone has wisdom? Someone is wise. If someone is wise to the extent that uh, uh, they're able to uh, to hold in, to to engage in an activity that even though they may not want to do it, but they are convinced that this activity it will bring about of something that is fruitful. And in the same way, that person is also able to restrain from doing something that they may find themselves wanting to do. And they are able to find the strength to restrain from that because they, they are convinced that by restraining themselves, they are, they are holding back either uh, uh, an experience that's, that's, that is uh, unwanted, even though not, they, they don't directly experience it yet, or it will bring them some sort of benefit. So that's to the extent that someone is wise, when they're able to know that I must do this, even though right now it may, not be, it may not be what I want to do. I must restrain from restrain myself from doing this, even though there's a propulsion, there's a compulsion to do to do a particular act. Okay, and that comes, and the ability to do this is determined by your conviction that you have, and the conviction comes from sincere, open-minded inquiry. Is enlightenment truly possible? Is it a state that people, someone, can actually achieve? Okay. And you don't just uh, uh, buy into whatever the description that, that, are, that are described uh, in books or by people, but you 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 have you look into uh, life itself as a as as a uh, as a, an indicator as to whether or not is it really possible? Are there do, are there uh, experiences in your own uh, life? That sort of that sort of indicates you that it, it is possible to achieve enlightenment, and the state of enlightenment itself, as it is being described, sometimes there might be elements uh, that are described as being part of the uh, as being part of the state of enlightenment that you may find difficult to to see as being real, and there might be some uh, some elements uh, that are described uh, as uh, sort of. Uh, not clear uh, 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 as to un- uh, fully understand wh- what they are. Like, for example, what is what is what is what, what is omniscient? What does it mean to be omniscient? And is there a way of understanding? Is there something? Is there a phenomena that you can understand that can have some degree of reality that can say, "Oh, that's omniscience." And then people may may, may describe it in different ways. Okay. Uh, is it possible to truly be uh, uh, be free of suffering? What is in the nature of suffering that that, that makes it possible that for you for a being to really be free of it? And what is happiness? And all those things. And you and uh, you really investigate those different elements that are involved with enlightenment. And then you sincerely get to the, to a point of conviction that either I'm, I'm saying that either because uh, uh, because of the openness that you're supposed to have at, at the outset, that either it, it, it's real, it's a real, something that can be realized, or if it's, if it's just a, a fantasy. 
Okay? If you look at the elements, you say, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm convinced that this is just a fantasy. It's, uh, there's, there's enlightenment, that thing that they call enlightenment is impossible thing to ever be uh, real. Or you can get to the conviction that enlightenment is something that, that is realizable. Then that conviction will make you again go back to, okay, wh- how do I get there? And that conviction will make sure that you implement those uh, those steps. And w- and wherever you are, you take a realistic, uh, you'll be you'll be to, to have a uh, uh, um, a realistic uh, appreciation of where you are. And then you will you will you will be able to move on from that state. Okay, you will without having to. Uh, tell yourself well, I should be at this state I, uh, uh, this state uh, I find myself is too low and then and, and then that might have a this false sense may, may give you a, a, this will only uh, be there only to give you discouragement but if you see that I'm, I'm at step zero then you you're, you you will have a sense of uh, because you know where you are then I will give you the uh, a sense of self-confidence to proceed. Okay, now I'm step zero. Now I'm supposed to go to step one, step two, step three. Instead of instead of instead of imagining that you are step three, or fantasizing that you are step three and trying to move forward, and in all those foundations that get to step three, then you completely uh, you will not find yourself neglecting them. Okay, and you might even find yourself, uh, even though other people are telling you, uh, you, I think you're step seven or step whatever. And then, as far as you're concerned, you just want to go back to make sure step zero is well established. Okay. And when you're at, at, at that point, uh, and that conviction that enlightenment is possible, and then because of the personal responsibility that you, 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 you developed earlier, and then when you make that statement in, your, in, in, in yourself, I am going to achieve complete enlightenment for the sake of all beings. And when you make that statement, you make that statement within a meditative state. And that, and that statement will permeate your whole being. And all those things that are involved, the, the, the sense of conviction, the sense of uh, courage, all that uh, will, will govern every action, every thought, that you that you that you have from that moment on until you reach enlightenment, and because of the conviction that enlightenment is possible, then time doesn't become a, a, a matter of concern for you. Either you will you will always want to get there as fast as possible, but you're not wanting to get there as fast as fast as possible with impatience, like uh, not the kind of impatience where if you don't get there at, in three years, then you give it up. That, that kind of impatience but more in the sense of if it takes one year that would be wonderful if it takes one lifetime that would be great so whatever length of time it takes to get there the, the point is getting there is is possible and getting there is, is the point if it takes three countless eons then three countless eons it will take okay? and, you, and you will continue not, not worrying about oh it's been how many years it's been so many lifetimes when am I going to get there I'm going to be wasting my life I'm uh, 
so many things I've sacrificed <laughs> so many things I could have had that I stopped myself from having I'm still not there yet when am I going to get there so those kinds of thoughts don't, don't come in, in, into, in, 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 uh, into play anymore they're, they're, they're gone your only concern is just getting there and you're not worried about how long it takes to get there okay so when, you're, when, when, that, when that becomes spontaneous and it becomes spontaneous only within deep meditation then you have finally reached bodhicitta okay. and the love and compassion that you will have developed through, through, by doing tonglen taking and giving taking and giving in, the, in that mental exercise will, will have uh, completely uh, colored your mind so to speak so whenever you see a, 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 another being uh, your immediate uh, uh, a view of that being is a is is a, you, the way you 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 take in that being is always with love, always with compassion. And it doesn't matter what they're doing to you, whether they're benefiting you in some way or whether they're harming you in some way. No matter what they're doing, the only thing, the only way you view them is with compassion. The only way you view them is with love. Are they suffering? Do they need what do they need to make them happy? That's your only concern. Okay. Then you know you will have discovered you will have uh, bodhicitta, and that bodhicitta. Uh, it is said uh, to be your your fuel, your 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 rocket fuel, so to speak, that will take you to enlightenment. Okay, and it will never be exhausted, no matter how long the journey may be. Okay, All right. So before we actually get there, <laughs> now you do. Uh, we're gonna do. Try to do the point where you where you. Uh, Start to focus on those last last two steps, where you uh, going through um, some sort of uh, uh, um, mental review or some sort of a, of a um, mental exercise to get to that, that that sense of taking personal responsibility. Before you before you can get to focus on just that. You want to you want your tonglen practice to to be to be to become as natural as your breath. Okay, then you start to incorporate the practice of tonglen with the breath. And when you start to incorporate the practice with the breath, don't expect it to be uh, as soon as you want it to be to to, to practice. It becomes spontaneous as soon as you breathe in. You're taking suffering. As soon as you breathe out, you're taking you're giving happiness. So you have to. It's a training. Okay, it might take. A few in breath, it might take a few uh, ignoring the, uh, the a few out breath just to get the, the incorp- to incorporate the in breath with the taking on suffering. And it might take a few out breath and ignoring a few in breath to get the out breath incorporated with giving of happiness. And from the, as from the very beginning, you will always want that a genuine sense of compassion present when you're taking when you when you're taking uh, suffering, and you want a genuine sense of love. To be present when you're giving happiness, okay, and you should always feel that you're actually giving away your own happiness. There should be that sense of conviction that when you finish with the meditation, whatever you had that would make you happy, you have to have some sense that it's gone. You've given it away, and there should also be a sense of by when you get up from the meditation, all the suffering that you've taken, you're going to start experiencing them. There should be some sense of conviction of that, okay. All right, so. We're going to try to, uh, as I say, ride 
let the tonglen ride the breath. Okay. The, the goal is to, as naturally as you breathe in, breathe out. You want as soon as you, as you're breathing in, you're taking on suffering. As you breathe out, you're giving away happiness. As you breathe in, you, and if you want it to be just like that, back and forth, and your mind doesn't go uh, go haywire. Okay. Okay. So, get into your posture. While you are holding on to uh, the memory, as clear as possible, of the state of tranquility of your mind, the breath, and the body, right before we take the break, and you're holding on to that memory strongly is in a way as to infuse, have that state in that memory infuse your present condition then you consciously go to the body to, uh, to adjust it for meditation adjusting the legs and hands elbows and shoulders your back, your head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes, and the breath. Again, bring forth that determination, what you're going to do, what meditation you're going to do, the reason that you're going to do it, and try to stir that up into a strong determination. And recall that the teacher became one with your mind, and let your thinking be in your heart center. observing five cycles of breath then bring your mind to that neutral unbiased state where you have an equal regard to all beings no matter what's their status, no matter what realm they may be living, you have an equal regard to all of them. 
to get the sense of compassion and love to be heartfelt. Take out the suffering that you are going through or have gone through and identify that suffering as the suffering that other beings are going through. In the same way you wish to be free of this pain, they also wish to be free of it. And with the in-breath, having given this suffering some form, you try to take in that suffering for their sake. As if saying, this suffering has to be experienced, let me be the one to experience it. And have that willingness to experience it for the sake of others. Think of a happiness that is eluding you and identify with those who are also being eluded by that kind of happiness. And think of something that you have that makes you happy. And then let that become just pure energy of happiness. And with the out-breath, it goes to all those beings and it becomes whatever it is that they need to make them happy. Okay, keep doing that. You could take two breaths for the in- intake or whatever number of breaths it might take, ignoring the out-breath. And it might take more than one out-breath to go through the inti- that uh, those thoughts and just do them one after the other intake out taking suffering giving happiness taking suffering giving happiness and eventually become so used to it so natural that you're able to have that same feeling of wanting to take away uh, suffering taking it in with the in-breath and as soon as the out-breath is going going to bring happiness and giving away happiness okay
mindful of the state where you are right now and try to remain in that state that's your vessel and from within that state again embrace all beings look at their conditions and make a strong wish that whatever problem they may be experiencing that they may be free of it that the very con- very condition that you're experiencing the very state may remove their suffering that this may be this very state that you're experiencing may bring them whatever happiness they are, they are seeking and make the wish so strong it's as if you are willing it to happen now dedicate the merits of your meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal attention to the breath know you're breathing out when you're breathing out know you're breathing in when you're breathing in staying aware of the breath this way become aware of the body slowly starting with the top of the head breathing in know you're breathing in breathing out know you're breathing out being sensitive to the top of the head Breathing in, breathing out, include more and more of your body until you reach your toes. Thank you everyone, have a wonderful night, see you next week.